and they want to go back to the farms because that's what they're that that's their livelihood that it wasn't a career move like bernie sanders where you can be in politician you know be a politician until you're the crypt keeper i mean it's uh <laughs> anyway let's True. do it let's do a quick uh screenshot here so that i can do a little uh marketing on social media while we're talking some so whatever you want to do flip the screen off i don't care hey, Ready? You, need to, you need to hold the cup now this time matt where'd my cup go it's empty but i'll hold it yeah hold it well i can't hold it and do the well i'll hold it this way all right hey don't cover your face <laughs> got it meet the pressers with matt mallory and clint necro Brought to you by Public Safety and Education and the Trigger Pressers Union. And now, your hosts. Welcome, everyone. This is Meet the Pressers. My name is Clint Macro, and this is my distinguished co host, Matt Mallory. Meet the Pressers is a safe place for training for all trigger pressers of all different disciplines for gadgets guns gear let's see what else oh politics and political activism and furthering the cause of liberty through being advocates for the second amendment today we have a very special guest matt why don't you go ahead and do the introduction definitely thanks clint so we've got jared from guns and gadgets jared uh, we met at shot show and we uh, obviously in the same industry talking about stuff your current law enforcement as well as i am so we, we hit it off really well and thought it'd be awesome to have you on and and talk about some things going on in the industry so that we can uh, um I, we agree we should all come together and come on the same same platform the same level to fight against the bloombergs of the world so that way we can uh, stop this this uh, anti-gun mentality that's uh, plaguing the country this episode is brought to you by mantis mantis x helps shooters suck less meet the presser is sponsored by next level training saber red cutting edge bullets the USCCA, McLean Corporation, ASP, Custom Poker Chip Company, Common Sense Self-Defense, and T1 Ammunition. Meet the Pressers is also generously supported by these fine companies, ranges, and our Patreon members. Thank you. Thanks for the invite, guys. Um, it's Glad very humbling for me that people even watch my show, never mind ask me to be on there. So thank you very much, honestly. Uh, uh, so... My channel, what I try to do is to educate the masses. Everybody always has always asked me, I've been on the job for 23 years, and people have always said, you know, how can I help? What can I do? And I'm sure you guys get the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people don't understand just how easy it is uh, to to be an advocate for this, whether what, no matter what it is, the Second Amendment or if you want to advocate for, for butter. It's, it's pretty easy. <laughs> it's you just butter. have to be involved. You, <laughs> uh, you just have to, have to be involved uh, and you can't be intimidated in talking to people because that's ultimately what it is. Uh, and our, our area in the Second Amendment, uh, we're under an, an attack like we've never seen ever before. Historically, uh, other than when people came over in redcoats, uh, this is the biggest uh, faceted, focused attack that we've ever had. Mm -hmm. uh, you look at what's happened in Virginia. They've taken like every 
type of gun control bill we've seen in the last 25 years, put it all together at once and threw it against the wall. Yeah, shoving it down their throat. Um, yeah, and it's that's never been done, and that's all based off of money. And that money right now is coming from Bloomberg. two main people, Michael Bloomberg and George Soros. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're buying off legislators in turn for them selling out our individual liberties. And the only way it's going to stop is if we call them out and we join together. And when I say we, there's a lot of us out there. A lot of us don't know how to how to get out and help uh, or want to help, but they don't know which way to help. Yep. Uh, we have a lot of different, I like to call it, you know, factions. There are a lot of factions in the Second Amendment community. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we all pull together, if we could get our, our heads out of the sand and work together uh, for one common goal, we would be an, an immovable object. Uh, we got, uh, you know, like I always say the tactical guys don't like the hunters. They call them FUDs. Uh, the target shooters can't stand the tech guys. Uh, the, the instructors can't stand people who don't listen. Um, it's just, <laughs> there's so many groups that when it comes to laws, they use that against us when it comes to bills that they want for law. For instance, uh, they want to do a one handgun a month law. Uh, well, the hunter's going to say, well, I'm not going to buy anymore. I don't care. It doesn't bother me but it actually does bother them. It should bother them because it's the second amendment and they're trying to right now to, to just kill us with the little bit, the, the little attacks. It's a death by a thousand cuts. Yep, yep. And, and if we don't pull together and stand up for each other, we're going to lose. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't want that to happen, which is one of the reasons I keep going uh, with my channel and telling people of every little infringement that I can possibly find yep. and bringing on guests to talk about what's going on in their state and how they're fighting it and how people can help. Uh, and that's ultimately what I try to do with my show. Well, that that quest for unity is why I named my company the Trigger Pressers Union. You know, it doesn't matter your chosen profession when it comes to, you know, how you use firearms, whether it be for law enforcement or plinking or muzzleloading, hunting, whatever. If we all, we all press triggers and, and we should respect that, each person has their own want for exercising that right, but it's our all of our rights and we need to uh, band together. I, I truly believe, you know, if we organizations pull together, pull resources. There's so much we can get done. And the numbers are in our favor. When you look at, I can say at least in Pennsylvania, there are a lot of gun owners in this state. And a couple of years ago, we had a very, very anti-gun uh, governor get elected. And only 3 million people voted in that election. And we have 6 million documented gun owners in Pennsylvania. Like, mm. if you look at the math on that, how did that happen? And it's, People don't get involved, well, civically, they don't get involved uh, in elections. And a part of this is the media telling us for years and years, oh, your vote doesn't matter. Yeah, you're damn right it does matter. But people need to educate themselves on the type of people that they vote for, too. Just assuming that the guy with the R next to his name is pro-gun, that's that's a bad assumption. And just assuming that the Democrat is anti-gun, well... I would say a vast majority of the Democrats are anti-gun, but there are still some, I can say here in Pennsylvania, that are very pro-gun. But people that don't educate themselves about the people who are running for these seats may just blindly say, well, Democrat means anti-gun or Republican means pro-gun. So the educational part of that, from the election standpoint, I think is very huge, especially moving into 2020, which is a big election cycle. Huge, huge. And, we, and we've got, yeah, absolutely. you know, we've, we've got people, I mean, I have people call me or send me Facebook messages and stuff saying, hey, who should I vote for? And I'm like, I mean, I, I, wa- I want to get let them know, but they should be doing their own research. Uh, it's good that they're at least reaching out to somebody like myself that's, that's doing my own research. But 
they got to research, you know, I mean, it just like Clint said, you, they just can't look at the person and say, oh, they're a Republican or even what they say. Cause I've had politicians say one thing, uh, judges, local judges say, Hey, what are your views on the second amendment? Oh, if they can, if they pass a background check, who am I to stand in their way of getting a, a pistol license? I'll give them an unrestricted license. And that was a lie. They get into office and now what are they sign? Sportsmen, sportsman licenses left and right. And then that same judge turned around and said to me, well, Matt, yeah, I just can't sleep at night knowing that they could shoot somebody. I'm like, judge, how are they going to sleep at night knowing somebody could shoot them? So there's that flip side of the coin that, you know, it's, it's the Second Amendment is, is being so infringed on. And I think that people are so disconnected from what the original founding was in this country with the Second Amendment when it comes to keeping the government in check from turning into a tyranny and personal protection. It has nothing to do with hunting, even though the bear is in the Second Amendment. Part of being a family first responder is having the ability to respond. It's difficult to do if you're sick. Stay healthy, stay safe. Yeah. Get that drink fun. Guy at the store gave it to me. Hmm. Social distancing. Stay safe. Stay safe. Meet the pressers. One of the ways people can educate themselves on, on legislation, on elections, on all kinds of things is, is working closely with the local organizations. Like here in Pennsylvania, it's Firearms Owners Against Crime. Up where you are, Goal, Gun Owners Action right. League. I think a lot of people dismiss the local organizations and they go straight to the nationals, thinking that the nationals are, have more infrastructure, have more money. And in some cases, that very well may be the case. But I think the local groups are the ones that truly have the boots on the ground and have much more influence in the state capitals. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Um, the local groups, they're tapped into the, you know, the, the fervor or, or the, you know, the bloodline of what's going on in the state. But even that, that, that fractured approach still exists in some states. As, as I do my talks or, you know, talk to people around the country, some states have multiple groups um and and they're each pulling their own weight and none of them are really you know not none of them sometimes they don't work together yeah and yeah. that's got to stop too i mean we 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 should all be and look we're not all going to see eye to eye all the time what i want you might not want but we ultimately want our freedoms okay mm -hmm. um, you might like leather holsters i might like kydex but ultimately we both like holsters because we're gun guys yeah. uh we need to see through the differences and that's together. kind of what, yeah, and that's what the last couple of generations, they've kind of like taken that out of the fabric of the human being now is we don't, you can't have any differences. You either believe everything I believe in or you're an enemy. And uh, they they use that to divide. You see it all the time. I mean, we've, even if you go down to the range, oh, I'm a 1911 guy, you're a Glock guy. Oh, the nine versus <laughs> 45. I mean, it's, it, it's, and it's real, you know, and people, when it comes down to elections, they say, oh, I don't like, Trump because X, Y, and Z. I don't like Bloomberg because X, Y, and Z. I don't like Bernie because of this. Yep. You, you know, ultimately, the United States is based off of individual liberties. Uh, mm -hmm. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional mm -hmm. republic. Yes. And the only people we should support should have those as their core values. Anything else uh, is, is not what this country was founded on and not what it's supposed to be. Um, and I try to bring every, everything I do, I try to bring back to those you know, core values of the, of the country. What is the Second Amendment? It is there so that we have the right to defend ourselves. It's not for hunting. Yep. You know, it's not for, for planking 22s. It's for shooting tyrants in the face. That's what it's for. That's how the country started. Right. Yeah. And that's ultimately what keeps our country the way it is, is that 
that that safety net is there. The Second Amendment is our safety net. Well, an armed and educated citizenry is the true fourth check and balance of a constitutional republic and the the ultimate homeland security. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just want to look at it from just the standpoint of terrorism or bad things that happen, you know, I, I don't believe he actually said this. I'm paraphrasing. But of course, we've all heard the story that the Japanese didn't want to invade the mainland because behind every blade of grass was an American with a rifle. That yeah, right. is a deterrent. That's a huge right. part of what makes this country great. Well, and absolutely. And I just did a I just did a video where uh, the prime minister of China said that the, the fact that so many Americans own guns is a problem and they should address it. Why do you think China wants us to be disarmed? Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Kevin Dixie, also known as KD. This is Meet the Pressers with Matt and Clint. Meet the Pressers. My state rep and my state senator, I know them personally. I have their phone numbers in my phone. We talk a lot. We shoot sometimes. Uh, I call them when, when something goes bad in Boston, I call them. Um, and there's that, there's that accountability, uh, with, they know me, I know them. And if something, they do something against what they told me they were for, I'm calling them out on it. Uh, and does that work all the time? No. I mean, this state, we have Elizabeth Warren, enough mm. said, right? Mara Healy is our AG, enough said. Mm. Can I change the tide by bugging these two guys? No. But can I, like, I tell them all the time, if you're going to be, if you're going to make an out, no matter what. I'd rather see you go down swinging than go down looking. Just go down swinging. Do yeah. your job. Stand on what you told us you would stand for. Right. And you're outnumbered. I get it. But do what you told us you were going to do. Otherwise, you know, maybe one day I'll replace you. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> people have <laughs> to good. be involved. Yeah. A lot of times the elected officials are are just very uneducated. And yeah, there are definitely ones that are in places of power and it shouldn't be power right because they represent us but right. they're in those positions and they do have a, an anti-gun agenda specifically we're talking about guns here you know it could be you know as you said it could be anti-butter perhaps right. uh, but you know they have an anti-gun agenda but there are many who are just uneducated and when it comes time for those votes they're just going to go however they're most influenced if they're most influenced by their constituents they're more likely to do the will of the people, right? So we need right. to be in constant communication with these elected officials. Absolutely, and that's their job. Their job is to be the representative of their constituents, yes. not to, hey, Michael Blurberry's got a couple hundred grand if I do this, or you know, the people in Boston really want this, but I represent Springfield. Uh, you're supposed to represent the people who put you in that chair, and that's it. You're not supposed to be influenced by the BS, but. Uh, right. Those days are, you know, long gone. And, you know, the, the days of the farmers coming and doing a couple tours and then going back to the farm, living yeah. under yeah. the rules and laws that they implemented are right. gone now. Hey, it's Deb Sullivan from T1 Ammunition. We are the official sponsors of Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. We are also really big supporters of our Second Amendment rights, and we are currently taking orders for ammunition. We have 9mm223. We are shipping, and if you would go to our website, www.t1ammo.com, you can take a look at the website and you can place your orders there. This is Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Meet the Pressers. So as we move into 2020, or we're in it, with this election cycle that's coming up, you know, if you look at where people are in Virginia, I can say, for instance, in Pennsylvania, we could potentially be in that same spot a year from now because there were a whole lot of people that ran unopposed and there were a whole lot of people who were, they, there frankly weren't that many good pro-gun uh, candidates being run in that state yeah. and they took over the majority. And if there is a, you know, a, 
if, if one house is run by one party and one by the other, and then you got a different governor, that back and forth process that's built into the system slows things down and gives us an opportunity to maybe kill bills before they even come up to a vote. We can help get them killed in committee. But the thing with Virginia now is being that they have the entire carte blanche, things can run through there rapidly. You know, we yeah. talked to Craig DeLuce in, in California, like it, you can't stop them. So much like you said, they're not going to get every single one of them. They're in triage mode, man. It's like, okay, do I allow myself to get shot in the hand, in the arm, or in the knee? Right. Okay, let's pick which one's going to be least damaging. Right. So I right. think moving into 2020, we really have to be sure in states where we have an opportunity to uh, take that away from the anti-gun movement. We need to really get involved with helping good pro-gun people get elected to office. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when you do in your state or wherever you're listening or watching, uh, when you get to know your local candidates who are running, if you identify one who's solid for whatever your platform is, whether it's the 2A or, or whatever, yep. butter. Uh, ultimately, butter. Yeah, butter. You know, <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. But ultimately, can't we're talking you know, about butter. I mean, you're making me hungry. <laughs> it takes, uh, and I, people hate to hear it. It's the first thing that they shut off on is when they hear it. It takes dollar bills to win elections. It absolutely yeah. does. Yep. So, you know, take 20 bucks and, and give it to a candidate. You know, 100 bucks here and there if you can. It goes a long way. I, I know a personal friend of mine who ran for attorney general here in Massachusetts against, you know, <laughs> Mara Healy, I call her the fire breathing dragon. Um, he absolutely is a better, uh, better attorney, uh, a better, he would be a better AG. Um, he's just a solid, solid guy who's not influenced by the BS, yep. but he couldn't beat her money wise. You know, for every dollar he had, she had 500. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately that's what you can't get to the people unless you can compete with the machine and it's tough. It's not supposed to be that way. And it kind of goes in that same mindset where people say, I'm not going to vote. My vote doesn't matter. Well, there's people that I've heard say, well, I'm not going to donate to that candidate because they have no chance in winning because they don't have the money. Well, of course, if you help donate to that candidate, they might have a chance in winning. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, right. it's a double-edged sword like that. If you don't vote, of course, that the reason that your vote doesn't matter. And, and in some cases it doesn't hold as much weight is because people have thought that for too long, just like the money. If you, if you truly believe in a candidate, like you're alluding to Jared, then put the time, put the money, put the effort behind it. If you don't have money, put more time. If you got tons of money and not a lot of time, put more money, right? And whatever yeah. you can do right. to help every little bit of that pie coming together is going to help make, make change. That's the only way we're going to be able to, to, to win back and push that pendulum back the other way. Yeah, we all have yeah, limited absolutely. resources, so we choose to invest those resources on a candidate, then yeah, it could be money, could be time, could be both. Right, absolutely. I mean, just like if you pull it back to what's going on in this election, uh, when everybody was announcing their their bid for the presidential, presidential election, everybody thought Joe Biden was going to walk into it from, from the Republican side right. uh, because he had that name recognition. He hung around with Obama for eight years. Yep. Uh, but look at him, he's getting his ass kicked by some of the smaller people in some mm -hmm. areas because they're putting in the effort. You know, people are rallying behind the little guy sometimes, and that that makes a big uh, big change sometimes when enough people do that. Well, history can teach us lots of things if we pay attention. And you know, I'm I'm certainly not going to sit here and say that I was a fan of him. But if you look at how Bill Clinton won the election uh, back in '92, I mean, that was grassroots, yeah. and that was getting getting out there and shake pressing flesh and shaking hands, and you know that that works. That most certainly works. Absolutely, it does. And then yeah, if you're Joe, you're out there does, shaking, so. you're out there shaking babies. Yeah, and sniffing yeah. them really close. Crazy Uncle Joe. <laughs>
that's just weird. hell's wrong with that guy. I don't know, yeah. man. Well, well, you guys are facing a, a, a brewing storm in Pennsylvania. I mean, your governor is backing what twenty nine uh, gun control bills, but the way that your state legislature is right now, you're, you're good to go. But I think, I think you guys have a decent number of seats coming up next year. If I'm yeah, we this next election cycle. I've always said we're two bad election cycles from being like New Jersey. This is the last election cycle. Yeah, uh, our you know I say our I'll say the pro liberty side definitely has the uh, the edge in the majority in, in both the House and the Senate, but that edge is getting smaller and smaller. And a lot of it is a lot of the pro-gun people are just not running or they're retiring, like that generation is going away. It's a fair assumption to say that if this election cycle in Pennsylvania doesn't go well for liberty, we will be in a very similar situation to Virginia next year. Yeah, and people don't realize how fast it can happen. You know, the especially the smaller the state where you have the, you know smaller number of seats available. If one or two of those flip the wrong way, uh, you're in for a couple of years of, of of pain and anguish. Like you know, people always say, "Well, if you elected them, it's your fault," or "Move if you don't like it." Uh, that doesn't work, man, because uh, yeah. these these anti-gunners are in every state. Uh, they're choosing their battles, and I mean, you got. Uh, Bloomberg said he's going to spend at least $8 million to try to flip Texas the same way he did uh, with Virginia. That's and he's got 400,000 people on the, on the grounds right now, as far as, you know, moms demand action uh, volunteers. It's mm-hmm. that's the stuff that we're, we're facing. I mean, if we can't match 400,000 volunteers, we're, we're already behind the curve. Yep. And then we, we can't match him dollar for Funny. dollar. So we're way behind the curve. So it comes down to grassroots, getting people involved. Uh, and unfortunately that is spreading that, that game plan that they've thrown out there for the last five, 10 years, is winning. They're they're actually becoming very very successful with that, and we have to we have to adapt what we've been doing because it's not working. Well, there is one blessing that the uh, you know the the lamestream or the mainstream media has uh, really taken a, a a back seat to the grassroots effort on both sides, obviously. But you know, I think our side is like this, like what we're doing now. I mean, that's that's grassroots. That's us getting our message out, unless they take your links out of your YouTube video like ATF did to you the other day. Um, yeah. You know, but, but that, that's what it's about. I mean, we're using the technology to be able to, to get the word out. And unfortunately, you know, we're working, we've all got jobs, we've got uh, ways that we have to uh, pay for our, our expenses. So, you know, we can't afford to be a full-time, uh, was it a, uh, what was Obama? A full-time um, uh, community, community organizer. organizer yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We can't yeah. afford to be that. Interestingly enough, on that note, a lot of these uh, anti-gun groups are staffed and they're paid. Yeah. Like here in Pennsylvania, Shira Goodman, she has a pretty significant salary. And whereas a lot of the pro-gun organizations, like it's all volunteer, you know, and and folks that are retired and can dedicate like all their time to it. That's awesome. But someone like me and or you guys, I mean, we, we have got to keep the lights on man if i can't keep my lights on then i can't send faxes to legislators because my fax machine doesn't work without electricity it's just you a, got a fax machine right. fax machine's a good way to get letters to a, to elected officials in harrisburg that's for sure not the only it's quick too yeah but it's still a good, good another, way. Another, there is this thing called thing the email. other side has yeah email gets filtered yeah. faxes are much more yeah i've gotten especially if they all look the same they get they get blocked yeah yeah Uh, another another thing that we we fight against is that the other the other side the anti-gunners they bust people in you know and they pay them for the day so they can get busloads of people who just sit around and cause a ruckus because they were paid to do that whereas you know we have to take a day off from work or you know stay away from the family for a day or two and it's it's not they make it 
harder for us because they know where the typical gun owner is somebody of high, you know high moral standing. They have a job. They do things right. They abide by the law. Yep. Whereas for us to take days off and travel around the country to fight this stuff, they know we can't do it all. Yeah. And and they use that to their advantage. They get a whole busload of people who can just sit around like lemmings for the day, and it, it works. Yeah. And, and a lot of pay them fifty bucks, give them a free lunch and a red shirt. Yeah, and they'll do whatever they yeah. you know. They, and they may not they may not even agree with what they're doing, but they're getting paid for it. So their morals and ethics aren't there. They're just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. You know, just pay me. Yeah, some states even call them legislators. <laughs> <laughs> I got this joke that I say in my class. Yeah, I got a joke that I'll say in my class that uh, you know, I'll have guns on the table. I'll be like, listen, I told my guns to be good. Um, you know, they they if they assault or harass you or intimidate you in any way, let me know. And then I look at everybody, I go, it's pretty ridiculous, huh? I mean, they're, they're an inanimate object. They're a tool, just like a lot of our politicians. Yeah, yeah tool. Exactly. I'm Michael Bain, and I'm here on Meet the Pressers with Matt and Clint because, you know, those guys are just plain cool. I wrote an article for Personal Defense Network called Protecting Yourself from Criminals and Elected Officials. Mm -hmm. And people will, will trip over one another at SHOT Show to go touch that new gun, whatever it is. Yep. But to call or send an email or a fax to a legislator that's trying to take your right away from owning that gun or from exercising your right, that's, that's like something very hard to motivate people to do. So I'm glad to see people are getting more active uh, in the last, within the last six months at least. I've seen a huge uptick. Yeah, uh, would you deal. say that's the same case in, in uh, Massachusetts? Yeah, we're definitely, uh, you know, whether the young kids use that term, we're, we're more woke. Um, woke. It's, and we have to be because yeah. what we've been doing, the, you know, oh, you know, Jared will put that out on his channel or, you know, the Personal Defense Network will put that article out for me. Those days, you can't do that anymore because, you know, one person can't lead a fight anymore. You need, you need troops on the ground. You need to actually take part in your own future. Uh, I try to get my, I try to get my kids to understand that. And, you know, they're still young, but, you know, don't depend on anybody other than yourself for yeah. what goes on in your life. If you want something to, to change, you have to get out there and be yeah. part of the change. Make you can't just say, oh, well, you know, the Clinton news network, CNN wants it to be this way. Then, then so be it. You just gotta, you gotta get out and fight. You gotta do something. And I'm glad that more people are waking up because the, the, the way the country that was trending prior to, Virginia and people actually like taking notice. Uh, it was it was going an ugly way. Uh, there were people who were, I mean, I, I thought that Virginia the, on rally day could have gone one of two distinct ways. And I'm sure you guys think the same way. Yep. Um, there were a lot of people watching Virginia because they thought, all right, this is where it's going to pop off. Yep. Yeah. Um, if they keep coming after us, you know, they keep poking the bear. Eventually, the bear is going to bite back. Um, and I hope it never comes to that. Same here. Uh, but uh, if if we don't fight for what we have, we will lose it, and it will that'll be the only response is to, you know, to try to save the country is uh, to fight for it. There is a time for activism and there is a time for standing up and saying no. And there, and there very well may be a time for organized uh, mass non-compliance, but we have to keep in mind what that second amendment was designed for. And I hope that through the ballot box and the soap box, we don't ever have to go back to that bullet box. Well, it's been awesome having you on, brother. Um, how can people find out more about you, uh, follow you, stock you, you know, support you, help you out? 
Well, thanks, man. Again, thank you for having me on. It's it's humbling, like I said, that people even watch my show. So thank you so much for having me on. Um, guns and gadgets. You can find me I'm on every major platform that we have. I don't do TikTok because I'm not cool enough, uh, and I don't do uh, Snapchat. Um, but uh, YouTube, GunStreamer, Full30, uh, Facebook. I'm on. I'm on all the stuff. Uh, I have a Patreon if you want to support the channel. Uh, please check it out. If you're not familiar with the channel and you love the Second Amendment, I guarantee you, you will find value in that channel. Uh, I'd like to try to keep every infringement nationwide coming on the channel. Uh, unfortunately, they happen faster than, than I can actually do it uh, sometimes, but uh, it's, it's grown a lot lately, uh, and I think you'll find useful information there. So please check me out. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, and thank you for the work that you're doing to help uh, further the cause of liberty across the country. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You too. Doing a hell of a job. Stay safe. Take care. Thank you, brother. You too. Be good, guys. This is Eric and Chad here with I Write Veteran 8888, and you're on Meet the Pressers with Matthew Mallory and Clint Macro. Meet the Pressers. There's a lot of sponsors that make this show possible, like Mantis. Make sure you check them out and give them your business. This episode is brought to you by Mantis. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Meet the Pressers is sponsored by Next Level Training, Saber Red, Cutting Edge Bullets, the USCCA, McLean Corporation, ASP, Custom Poker Chip Company, Common Sense Self-Defense, and T1 Ammunition. Meet the Pressers is also generously supported by these fine companies, ranges, and our Patreon members. Thank you. Thanks for watching the show. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, click the little bell, come on Patreon, help support us that way, come to one of our classes, or host us, we can come to you and do one of our courses at your location. So until next time, adieu. Thank you for watching Meet the Pressers.